welcome to the Great Eight Fantasy Football Podcast, presented by your hosts, Brian and Justin! Uh, hey man, how you doing? Oh, I'm great. How are you? Oh, I'm, I'm great. I'm uh, I'm really thrilled to be doing this uh, recording with you yet again, but I'm also very sad because it's our final episode of the season. Yeah, just shout out to everyone. What a hell of a season. Man, it was, it was pretty good. You know, I think this is the most uh, integrated and engaged fantasy football league I've ever been a part of. Right? Yeah, no, it's been awesome. It makes me happy that people listen to this podcast because they complain when we don't do it so clearly they're <laughs> clearly they're listening and that makes me that makes my heart happy it's so um good. and i mean it was close ish i mean i kind of i kind of left some things to be desired for the championship two-week playoff game whatever you want to call it but mm-hmm. for the for, for the most part i felt like the season itself was exciting yeah i mean honestly dude if, if, at the end of it you and mike uh gosh is this right no no it should be showing you at like a 300 score yeah okay so the sleeper app is definitely not right at the moment because it's only pulling week 16 and it's showing a single week score so i can tell you right now so mike great (laughs) his score was 321 mine was 291 so he beat me by 30 points which I honestly thought he was going to beat me by way more based on the fact that all of his players were just crushing both weeks. It was nuts. Right. Um, so I had, I guess I, you can call it garbage time. I had some garbage time yesterday that made it look like I didn't lose by that much, but still lost by 30 points. Mike's team was just fire. Like and- if you look at them, like, especially this week, it's like 30, 25, 30, 24. Like it's just nuts. It's it is. And and if I remember correctly, Mark Andrews scored 35 last week just alone. So that yeah. literally Mark Andrews won him the championship if you look at it that way. So I mean it yeah, was for it sure was close. It was crazy. So yeah. yeah My team on. did not show up and his did. So good job to Mike. Round of applause. Well done. <laughs> Your team was strong all year and it proved true at the end. And and good on you two for being the, you know, the one and two teams in the standings and then making it to the championship. I mean, that's how you, at the end of the day, that's how you want to see it happen. So, well, and if you look at it, I was one, he was two, but he also had more points. True. He had 1947. Like overall, like overall. So basically it happened how it should have. So, but I did really enjoy the two week playoff because even after the first week when I sucked, I was like, well, he could have a terrible week next week and I could still come back. So it it gave me hope. So I did like that element of it. Right. No, it was, it was a good setup for sure. It was fun watching it from the sidelines. Uh, you know, won't lie. It was cool to, to have that one game to focus on for a couple of weeks while the real games were happening in the NFL and, and match them up against you and Mike. And so, yeah, it was, uh, it was good from the sidelines too. We love that. Big fans, big fans. Meanwhile, I competed in my two week toilet bowl and officially lost. So I am the shittiest team in the league, which also tracks. I mean, <laughs> Pulling is up anybody, the rear is at 2 and 11. Surprised? Like the yeah, fucking Jaguars over here. Sorry, dude. Hey, there's always next year. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to come back strong next year. I'm looking forward. Hopefully your keepers from this year will, will pay off well. Also, I'm feeling, I'm feeling good. The, also, the season stayed true to form. If anybody remembers, Brian traded me Dalvin Cook, and it was hit or miss on whether he was going to start or play all, all the time I had him. And 
I needed him my final week against um, Mike and he had COVID and I didn't get to play him this week. And that could have <laughs> been my, that could have been the 30 points I needed to beat Mike. So just don't yeah. trade with Brian is all I'm saying. Yeah. Be you clear and Kim, Brian in general. Plus don't draft running backs. I just, I don't trust any of them anymore. So. Yeah. Honestly, the wide receivers this year were blowing up. It is crazy. Well, so on that note, I was thinking we might actually look at this. Let me get let me get this board set up, you know, appropriately. But what we're doing here is we're looking at uh, total points scored by fantasy players, regardless of their position, um, this season. And the okay. highest scoring player out of yes. all positions this year. Yes. Was the guy I could have kept with a fifth round pick and didn't Cooper. I still can't. I, I still cannot believe you did not keep him. He even last year he was good, but you know, you win some, you lose some. He tore it up. I mean, he scored 14 touchdowns this year, had 1700 receiving yards, but fantasy points wise, he scored 391 fantasy points. And to put that in perspective, Patrick Mahomes, who was, you know, undoubtedly the best quarterback in the pre-draft board, uh, only scored 319. So, so 70, what is that? 71 points, 72 points more than Patrick. Yeah. Mahomes. I mean, just crazy. Um, well, and overall, it is crazy. And what's funny too, is looking at this board. I mean, you know, historically, like we've talked about, you draft a running back first round they're who are going to get your points, but looking at the top 10, eight out of the 10 are quarterbacks. Yep. It's true. It's and crazy. And I think the reason we draft running backs is because they're few and far between, right? Because you can always get to that point. You can get another quarterback that's going to score in the top 10, but you cannot get another running back. And so I'm looking at this list, the only running back. And we talk about all of the names that we talked about preseason, right? Christian McCaffrey, Derrick Henry, the only running back that scored in the top 10 was Jonathan Taylor with Indianapolis. So 330. And when was he even drafted in the draft? God, I'm not even, I don't want to know. Let's see what the answer to that question is. Because oh I'm pretty my sure. God, he I'm went pretty seven. sure. So Randy's yeah. going to be able to keep him for a sixth round pick next season. Which is nuts. And who knows, next season he hurts himself when he's out. So it may pay off, it may not. But yeah, I mean, Jonathan Taylor, nobody knew he was going to be good. And all of a sudden now he's the only reason the Colts are on a playoff run. Unbelievable unbelievable and we talked about these other top rated court you know these top rated players cooper cup uh drew took him in the sixth round so he can keep him for a fifth round pick the highest scoring fantasy player of the year you know i mean there's gonna be some some well and then and then let's take a look at okay let's take a look at the top picks of draft one go back to our list when does one of them even show up on this list i know so we're looking for mccaffrey or henry so it's Devonte adams honestly so mike oh right, yeah you're right adams, the number three overall and adams was the one two nice. three, four, five, six, and mike eight. won and mike won the league and mike won I mean, the it league. all tracks it all tracks it does and uh i mean this is and and mike just dropped austin eckler uh but he was a top rated player this season too i think he was the number two yeah. running back so well and mike had josh allen who was also the second mm-hmm. highest scoring fantasy player so yep yeah I mean, just, just a <laughs> crazy, crazy season uh it'll be interesting because it's like yeah i got the number one draft pick next season but most of these guys are able to be kept for pretty good value so it'll be interesting to see who's actually on the board when that comes around i mean we've got all these <laughs> stars right so these are the players that cannot be kept and therefore will be eligible for a number one draft pick next season, which is McCaffrey, Derrick Henry, Devontae Adams, uh, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, 
Ezekiel Elliott, Saquon Barkley, and Nick Chubb. I mean, a bunch basically running backs besides Adams who did nothing this season. I mean, I'd still take Derrick Henry in the first round next year like, <laughs> if he's there. I love him. And yeah. he tore his he tore his whatever. I mean, he got hurt. He, he was he was he was crushing me for the season. So I think I think I've got to be all in with the number one pick. I've got to be all in on Derrick Henry next season for that reason. I mean, I would have taken Jonathan Taylor, but he's gonna be kept. And therefore, um, I think Derrick Henry will be the best running back on the board. I mean, he's still leading the league in rushing, like he's like the second or third running back in the league this year, and he hasn't played since week eight. So yeah. Yeah, Sorry to say, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be stealing him from you, but no doubt he'll be injured week two for the out for the season. So no, no. Oh yeah, I was like, well, maybe I can get him, but then I realized, oh, next year I know what my draft pick is already. So okay. yeah, definitely not getting him. But hey, also Brian likes to trade right before the trade deadline, so I, I should still end up with Derrick Henry on my team. All I got to do is get him in a hotel room, and we are <laughs> we are <laughs> off to the races. So here's my question for you. So you're um, looking at your draft, you know. So you've got you're gonna have the second to last pick. Oh no, do you have the you have the last pick, don't you? Yeah. Last pick in the draft. So yeah. you'd be able to give up your first round pick and keep Joe Mixon instead. Do you think you uh will consider that? Ooh, that's an interesting one. I don't know. It, here's my problem with that move. Typically, I have three other players higher higher up that are more of bang for buck that I would probably use. You know what I'm saying? I do. I do. So it'd be hard to give that. It'd be hard to give that up because even looking at my team, like I assume I'd probably keep DK, although he was hit or miss. Mm-hmm. I would even maybe keep Matt Stafford because he was top ten quarterback, and like it's only like a eighth or seventh round pick. I assume you keep Waddle. Waddle was great. Swift was really good until he got hurt towards the end. So that's my problem. I don't think I would. Joe Mixon is great, but not good enough. And it's funny because then you don't give it up, and then you end up drafting him anyway, which mm-hmm. I always crack up about. But yeah, it's just so hard when you only get three keepers and seeing like your team. But yeah, Waddle was amazing. He was he'd be great value at like pick twelve. So I also have to look because I lost a couple of draft picks to you, so I have to make sure that <laughs> that's where, true. where those where those lie because I traded away a couple of those to you. So that's we'll see. true. But yeah. I will say both trades I made to you, picking up Gronk and picking up Dalvin Cook did pay off because both of them played well for me yeah no i mean you did you did good they were not super consistent because they were either hurt or out or had on and off weeks but like i didn't regret any of our trades which this is the first year i've played fantasy football for like what 10 years now first time i've ever traded so wow that was fun good yeah i mean that's what i liked about this league we had multiple trades mike and nicole traded uh maybe that was it. it was just us and then mike and nicole maybe but um Hey, that's half the league. So uh, I love it. I love tell you the one, and I really do feel like a team in development with this, but I'm really still happy about, he never ended up playing this season, but I took Michael Thomas in the 15th round this season, which means I get to keep him next year for a 14th round pick. That's a no brainer. So I'm hoping he is he out because he's injured or was he doing the drugs? No, no, no. He was injured. Okay. Yep. He had a knee injury. So uh, he, in theory, I love that for you. Dynamite. I love that move. Yeah, yeah, I love that move. Yeah. So I held on to him. And uh, we'll so see. my question to you for keepers is if I traded, like, for example, I traded you for Gronk. So if I want to keep Gronk, do I just take him at the same? Yep. So I took, since I took Gronk in the 11th, you can give up your 10th to keep him. But I can only keep Gronk or Swift because they were both my 11th round picks, technically. 
No, the way that we write the rules is uh, you just give up your next highest. So if you wanted to keep, so, so Gronk and Swift, both went in the 11th, if you wanted to keep both of them, you'd lose your 10th and 9th pick. Okay. Interesting. All right. Good to know. Because Gronk yeah. could be a potential keeper too. Although True. I don't know if he'll play next year. He's so hit or miss. I don't know if I'd risk it. He and Brady are big question marks. It'll be funny to look at like what Randy does because he took Tom Brady in the 11th. Tom Brady, of course, amazing this year. So, you know, do you give up your 10th round pick and take Brady with it if you're probably? Yeah. But again, as we said, quarterbacks are pretty easy to find. So do you waste a keeper on a quarterback? Yeah. All good questions. All problems for 2022 us. Mm, It'll be crazy. I look forward to re-listening to this episode and thinking yeah. about my decisions heading into the draft. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Hilarious. Well, let's finish out with some fun facts around the NFL because none of this matters anymore to us. Um, yes. So last night, uh, of course, the Saints are having all kinds of quarterback problems. Drew Brees even got a text message or a phone call saying, I think it was a text message saying, hey, will you come back out of retirement and play for us this season? And uh, he sent them back a picture of him golfing barefoot. So that was a no. Uh, so they were forced to I put in that. Ian Book last night. And Ian Book is a rookie quarterback out of Notre Dame. He got his ass handed to him. Uh, and so what's crazy is with that, we have a new stat in the NFL, which is that um, former Notre Dame quarterbacks have now lost 24 straight starts in the NFL. So it was four by Brady Quinn, four by Jimmy Lawson, 15 by Deshaun Kaiser and one by Ian book last night. So we've extended that losing streak to 24 straight starts. Um, It's the longest streak by starting quarterbacks for a particular college since 1950. So um, pretty, pretty crazy stat line there. And if you're a Notre Dame quarterback, you can't feel confident looking at that. They need to call Rudy. Call Rudy. Also, I feel like, you missed your calling because i feel like the perfect job for you would be that guy that works for espn that figures out these stats or i guess elias but like yeah. i feel like you'd be so good at finding those you know i'm gonna correct you i'd be really good at reading them i am not good at finding you know <laughs> i right. i i'm right. rising the entire I, season i still think you'd be diligent but i appreciate also, it based on that answer you're like hell no so it's fine no no i you know if, if i was coming up with stats i'd be going you know dark web right and like behind the scenes in the locker room be like you know this is the most touchdown passes ever thrown by anyone with a nine inch penis so <laughs> that, that is true so give it I up stand correct. i stand correct <laughs> that is absolutely what your stats would be i would have one day on the job and it would be a memorable one so yeah oh look at this next stat you got some, you pulled some good stats I, I do i have another wow. good stat so you know dolphins they are now the first team in nfl history to have both a seven game winning streak and a seven game losing streak in the same season which is pretty damn impressive so obviously they started on the losing streak they didn't look so good and all of a sudden they've been lighting it up uh so you know if you're a dolphins fan this season it really is that roller coaster season we talk about so i'm, I'm happy for those dolphin fans because they're ending on a hot streak but yeah pretty crazy the first team ever to do this seven game losing streak followed by that seven game winning streak and they're the number seven seed in the afc right now that's crazy i mean talk about really talk crazy. about not giving i up. mean that's one of those like they're the exception not the rule of you know, when you lose seven straight, you don't make the playoffs, but 0.2% of the time. And they're that 0.2% this year. It's true. It's Good true. for them. I don't, it's so funny. They've been so not on my radar. I didn't even realize. Yeah. Other than, uh, other than Waddle crushing it. I didn't really put two and two together that they were crushing it. 
You know, it's it's so crazy. Like in our other league, I picked up Waddle because, you know, two and him pay, uh, played together in Alabama. And so I was thinking they were going to be dynamite from the beginning. And of course, that wasn't exactly how it went. And now um, they finally hit their stride. I mean, I think you definitely got to keep Waddle next season. He's going to be so hot for the next few seasons, I think, under Tua. Um, and it's going to be pretty cool to watch. Yeah, definitely. I think he's a no brainer. He's probably the only one that I'm not questioning. Yeah. And especially for you, you get to keep him so low. Uh, what do we say? You have to give up a like right at the end, eleventh round pick. Yeah, that's a no brainer. Yeah, that'd be great. Good. Uh, so you know, we talked about these players that were you know the top overall. So it's interesting. I just want to read off kind of the top three players from each position this season. This is in terms of how many points they scored. Uh, so our top three were uh, quarterbacks were Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, and Tom Brady. So, uh, you know, just missing the bar there is number four, Patrick Mahomes. But, I mean, pretty crazy, pretty crazy season. Um, I it, think the biggest surprise there is Herbert for me. Absolutely, Herbert's a surprise. And the, and the fall from We thought surprise. Herbert was going to be good this year. Like, yep. I was like, okay, he'll be great, but not second highest scoring fantasy quarterback. That's That's enough. Absolutely insane. Yeah. So kudos to Nicole who had Justin Herbert, the underdog, of course, Mike had Josh Allen and then Randy had Tom Brady. So, so good all around. Uh, Also what's really, sorry. One other thing I know you want to move on, but one other interesting thing with that QB stat is that Tom Brady just throws less yards. Oh, interesting. He has 30, like 37 touchdowns as compared to Allen with 34 and Herbert with 33, but it's like, he's just more efficient, I guess. Right. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Anyway. All right. Moving on. Well, so top three running backs, Jonathan Taylor, we talked about. So he's the number one scoring running back. I mean, by 40 points this season. So kudos to Randy. Um, Austin Eckler, who was on Mike's team, Mike dropped him because he had COVID for the final week of the championship. (laughs) Uh, So number two. Mike Savage. Mike is savage. It's, no, it's interesting. He has no loyalty to his players. I love no it. loyalty. He could have kept Austin Eckler with the number. He would have had to give up his number one pick for him, um, but he dropped him. So he can't keep him now. So, you know, I know that Mike's not hot on keeping players in general. So maybe that was part of it, but um, you know, I, all I can say is free agent pickups are frozen for our league at this point. So he will be going into the draft as a free agent. And then uh, Joe Mixon. So this is your guy, man. I mean, just, Interesting to think about. So the number three scoring yeah, running back. I don't you, know. I don't know. I just, I keep just him. makes me too nervous. <laughs> so anyway, those, those are our running backs. We'll see. And then uh wide receiver, of course, Cooper cup is the best of everybody, but makes him the best receiver by 90 points. Uh, Devonte Adams was number two. And then Justin Jefferson, uh, number three. So uh, drew Mike, which and- Justin Jefferson, very under the radar to me. Completely, completely, especially as you go down that list and look at some. I mean, Jamar Chase was in the top 10. I mean, pretty crazy, pretty crazy. So, and surprising that Debo Samuel, like Jimmy Garoppolo, is not historically like a no great quarterback. So, how did Debo Samuel have so many points? That's pretty impressive. It is. And it was all yards because he only had five touchdowns this season, but he, uh, he had probably a lot of dump passes. Mm hmm. Yep. 70 receptions. That'll do it. That's crazy. Uh, and our tight ends, of course, so Mark Andrews has been tearing it up at the end of the season. So he finishes the year in the number one spot, uh, followed by uh, Travis Kelsey and George Kittle. Uh, so again, uh, Kelsey, Kelsey and Kittle were arguably top you know, tight ends going into this. Um, but it, it's just interesting, man. I mean, just goes to show you can't predict it. And uh, it, it, will, it will really influence, I think, some of our keeper picks heading into next season. Um, 
these are kind of the blah stats here, <laughs> especially because uh, so so the top three kickers, Nick Folk, Mike's kicker, uh, Matt Gay, Randy's kicker, and then uh, McPherson with Cincinnati is the number three top scoring kicker in the league. He's a free agent. So we didn't even have the number three top kicker on our team uh, this season. So, yeah, interesting. Um, and then finally pulling up the rear, uh, Dallas Cowboys have the number one highest scoring defense this season by 40 points. And Drew, Drew had them, uh, Nicole's new England Patriots, uh, were the second highest scoring. And then this is crazy. I mean, your Miami dolphins were the third highest scoring defense in the league this season. That's crazy. I definitely swapped defenses weekly, so I have no loyalty to them. I just ended up with them <laughs> at the end. Well, um, all I know is you can probably keep them for your last pick and then, you know, maybe that's true. But here's the question for you. Would you put money on Dallas and Vegas to win the Super Bowl right now? Right now? No, absolutely not. They're going to get their ass. You don't think? No, it's all. But see, you're talking to a guy who does have money on the Bucs winning the Super Bowl this year. So I'm all in. Well, I'm never going to count Tom Brady. I learned that last year. We did one of those prop bets on Super Bowl Sunday. And I I picked all of the ones that meant Pat Mahomes was going to crush. And then he sucked and I lost everything. So I'm never going against Tom Brady again. I'm, I'm really hoping he delivers for me. I haven't bought a Tom Brady jersey this year, so I Which wear it funny every because everyone hates Tom Brady. I'm so shocked. But you have a jersey for like one one per team. I feel like you're you're working on that. I do. I do like have a lot of jerseys, but yeah, I mean, I'm all I'm They're all about Tom hat. Brady because he's gonna make me some money. I'm happy about it. That means you have to go back to Vegas to claim your ticket, which means Hell you have yeah. to take me. So Hell yeah. Yeah. Can't wait. It's only an eight hour. Although knowing our, knowing our luck next time we go to Vegas, half the grade eight will show up there again. It's an all party. I know. Speaking of grade eight reunion, I just sent out um, a little teaser uh, through our group chat here in the league uh, to set up just kind of a little virtual happy hour for later this week. So I'm I'm hoping that people can make it. I'm hoping you can make it, Um, but just having folks dump in their availability and we'll just schedule some, schedule some time for the most available slot. Yes love it so you're listening to this uh if you listen to it weekly or i should say if you listen to this on time uh today's tuesday you have until tomorrow to submit your availability and then we'll schedule something for thursday or friday so um we'll see that we'll see how it goes we'll see i mean it is the holiday so people are busy we totally get it no but no pressure we can always do this another week next week if you know it's just we get in the ass because Lee's in Abu Dhabi. So we got to like have some. It is true. Because it is true. Like midnight over there right now, I think. So anyway, it's it's just. Also, Lee, let us know if you're ever moving back. You ever <laughs> coming back? He's never doing it. He's too happy right. over there. That's fair. I've never been. Maybe it's great. Maybe I would want to live there. Well, and he'll correct me if I'm wrong. But as far as I know, he actually works for NYU. So he's. Like, oh, really? Yeah, so he's just like working in their Abu Dhabi branch. Um, we'll have to. I'll have to ask him about that during our happy hour if he makes. I I hope he makes it. Yeah, well, very uh, tired, or the rest of us will be very tired, and he'll be like thriving at two o'clock in the afternoon. We'll see. That's the worst at work when somebody's in one of our like all hand meetings for the company, and you can tell it's like two a.m. there. <laughs> They're like so tired. I'm like, oh, why do you have to be here? I feel bad for you. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see how this goes, but. You know what? It's out there, and uh, maybe worst case, you and I will just, um, you know, spend some more time together. I can be naked. Hey, that's what I like to hear. <laughs> well, on that note, it's been a seasons of ups and downs. It's been a number of podcasts ranging from 
the best in football highlights to the most grotesque in uh, finger in the butt jokes and uh I, I well, and, and the and the whole urban mire of it all that's it man i mean he he alone carried our he carried our narrative for half the season he so really gra- did grateful to urban shout out to our sponsor urban meyer uh, incorporated yep. Um, yep we love it it's been and great. we love all of you have love a wonderful all, new year all of you happy new year and justin i look forward to hosting with this uh, hosting this with you again next season Yes, me too. Can't wait. All right. Cheers. All right. Bye. Bye.